Hey everyone, how you going? It's Nelly here. Happy New Year to you. Don't know where that came from. Hey, we at the Dear Nelly team hope 2024 is full of love and adventure and rest and all the things, whatever that looks like for you. And thank you again for your continued support for this funny little podcast. Now, we've got some very exciting news. We have another live show coming up. This one is on Thursday, the 8th of February at the Malthouse Outdoors at the iconic Malthouse Theatre in Melbourne as part of their annual podcast season where they showcase mm -hmm, the best podcasts around. I am thrilled to confirm that the lineup includes me, obviously, hosting. We also have comedian, author and broadcaster Sammy Shah. Jesus, he's funny. He's so great on radio. He's so great at all the things. Some of you may know him from the Australian story on ABC, which featured the incredible tale of him and his now wife, academic Kylie Moore Gilbert, who was sentenced to 10 years in an Iranian prison, but thankfully made it home. What a love story. We also have comedian and dear Nelly favourite, the incomparable Kirsty Wiebeck, who also happens to be one of my strawberryest of strawberry friends, and I know you all adore adore her. And last but not least, oh my god, we have comedian and actor Lizzie Who. Lizzie bloody Who. She's on all the comedy specials, on all the streaming services, and no doubt she's one of the hottest bloody comedians going around. Now, I mean hot as in popular, but you know, you go with whatever. So look, I urge you to get in and book tickets via the Malthouse website or my website at nellythomas.com and of course there are links in the show notes couple of other quick reminders keep your calls coming if you can join patreon or acast plus for five bucks a month for bonus episodes and other rewards this year paid subscribers will get live zoom events with me throughout the year where we can do q a's and interact now, this podcast was recorded in the council area known as Darabin in Melbourne. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri peoples of the Kulin Nation, and pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Last but not least, some things don't change, Moles. This is a sex, dating and relationships podcast for adults. If you don't like swearing, it's really going to give you the shit. So, off your fuck. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Dear Nelly, I could use some advice, dear Nelly. Yes, yeah, some help would be nice, dear Nelly. I'm eager to hear your point of view, dear Nelly. There's a lot to explore, dear Nelly. When you're 40 or more, dear Nelly. So I'm hoping we can talk it through. Let's do it. <laughs> Just dive in.
dive in. Welcome to Dear Nelly Sex Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. And oh my fucking God, we are joined by Spanky fucking Jackson. Oh. Oh my God. I have to tell you, like, I am used to meeting people that I admire, but I am fucking obsessed with you. Obsessed. Oh, thank you. I watch, you won't know this, but I watch <laughs> Drag Race. So for listeners, you won season two Drag Race. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Australasia. Or yeah, whatever down you under, call it. whatever down you want under. to call it. Yeah. <laughs> and I watch Drag Race with my 16 year old daughter. Right. And both of us, the whole season, we're like, spanky, spanky. We actually, you and I have a similar background, right? Oh, so, okay. Except WA, rural Western Australia. Still the and same. <laughs> the whole time my 16-year-old's like, oh, my God, this is like if you were a gay male drag queen mum. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're two of a kind. Two of a kind, two peas in a pod. So thank you for joining us. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. So I don't know. Have you listened to the podcast? It's fine if you haven't. No, I haven't. Right. Um, but I like to not pre-prepare myself so that we can just, you know, whatever happens, happens and whatever questions it. get asked. I like that. So what we like to do, so the premise is basically that I came out of a long-term relationship a few years ago. So I had not dated since 1999, Spanky. Oh, right? wow. Okay. The landscape was different, my friend. <laughs> it was very different, yeah. All of a sudden, I think you will appreciate this, I decided eventually that I would try the applications. And Why? I registered and then I woke up in the morning and I had like hundreds of matches and I thought, oh, my God, look, is my profile that good? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Turns out what I'd accidentally done was describe myself as a unicorn. Now, oh. I okay, what know. does that mean? Okay, oh, you don't know either. I'm I don't sorry. know either. What does that mean? Well, I meant in like, you know, in the sort of butch femme thing, I meant like high femme, right. alpha, BDE, but like solipstic kind of scenario. Oh, right, yeah. What it means on the apps is that you're offering to be a third <laughs> for a straight couple. <laughs> Ah, so did you do it though? That's the question. <laughs> oh, darling, I don't even share biscuits. I'm not fucking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Babes, I understand that too. Like, if I open a packet of biscuits, I'm gonna finish it. You know what I mean? So I do that. Back the fuck off, bitch! Right? <laughs> These are my biscuits. Hello, buy your own. Yeah, no, I get Look, it. Someone's gonna be left out. Is my basic premise. Someone's gonna be left out. I know that's right. That's what happens in threesomes as well. It so, ain't going to be my, me. No, that's right. So you may as well just have a one deal, you know, right. just take all of this and nothing. But, yes, unicorn. Okay, great. I've learned something right. today. There you go. So if you need some matches, just Thank put you. that in. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, exactly. Can we start with what is your current relationship status? So my current relationship status is single as fuck. Um, yeah. That's how I would describe it. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much in a similar situation to you. Like, I don't think I've been in a relationship for, and it's kind of sad to say this, but it might be 16, 15 years. You know what? A lot of our listeners, because, I mean, we have listeners of all ages, but the yeah. idea is to talk about 
dating a little bit later in life because it's a different thing, right? It's completely different. It really is. And a lot of them are embracing the idea of going, I'm done. Like I just want to be single and I put my energy into my friends, my work, my kids, whatever it is. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think it's like, I think for me where I've always struggled, especially being a drag queen, it is changing. But a lot of gay relationships or men used to kind of look at men who do drag as Mm. it's – I don't know. It's just a turn off, I guess. Mm. It's not manly enough. It's not, um, it wasn't kind of really a career at that point, I suppose. Mm. Mm. Uh, so I've always struggled with that. It's either mm. they hate it and mm. I've stopped or mm. they've loved it too much. And then you go too far the other way where they mm. kind of want the person that's my job um, to be their partner. And yes. yes, it's part of me, but she's not on the table. Do you know what I mean? No. That is my job. No. So, I think that that's where I've struggled. And I think, you know, I think, like you say, in today's world especially, the landscape has changed. Yeah. You know, it's all about apps and stuff. And really, an app is just superficially basing you before you've even got open, you know, gotten to open your mouth. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, the the landscape has changed and it's become way more difficult. I find that fascinating too, the whole idea of projection. I mean, it's similar in this for anyone with any sort of public profile, like even as a comedian, yeah. you know, I have been on dates where I could tell they wanted me to be uh, uh, funny. Yes. Right? Yes. I, I'll, I can be funny, but you've got mm-hmm. to pay me. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's my job. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but in all seriousness, I'm really sensitive. And you probably are too, like a lot of creative people are. And I think that surprises people that you're dating because they see you on stage and you're full of fucking energy and confidence. Mm. And then you're like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm a little puppy. Yeah. And that's that's who I am really underneath it all. It's like everybody does want to kind of find love. I think, again, we were fed this as children, do you yeah. know what I mean? Women were fed this as well, that the man's yeah. going to come in on a, you know, on yes. a horse, save yes. her, they're going to have this, ma- you know, magical wedding and yeah. everything's going to be okay. And, you yeah. know, that's just not, that's not the case, but that's no. what we were all fed, even if you were gay or straight growing up. Yeah, yeah. It's the same fairy tale that you kind of imagined yeah. would happen. Yeah. Um, but there are just lots of barriers in the way, you know, like you say, you kind of get to a point where you're like, Hey, I've already got a family. I've got responsibilities. Yeah. I've got bills to pay. Yeah. I can't be bothered with the bullshit that comes along with race relationships, the fights yeah. and the arguments for the sake of what I lost the keys or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I do. Uh, those stupid, like, where is the remote? That's my yes. favorite one, you know, like stupid oh. things like that. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, who gets it's... to determine the, the temperature of the aircon. And right. You know, and what is that... with men and that? Like oh, they need to get a grip. Uh, Do you know what I mean? It needs to be 16 degrees at all times. I'm just you know who gets to determine <laughs> that? Whoever's the most ladylike. And I don't care what your body is. That's right. Totally. Happy I wife, agree. happy life. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that statement. Yes. Now, tell me if you had, and I'm I'm in two minds. Part of this is an in- interviewer, and part of it is because I'm notorious for setting people up. And okay, go. I have, of course, discovered that we have about seventy five thousand friends in common. Oh, okay, um, great. <laughs> what are you looking for? Like, if you could have your ideal human, give me the um, stats. You know, that's kind of what I've been exploring at the moment. Like, all of the success is kind of great. And, I mean, it looks successful from the outside, but yeah. it's fucking hard work. Oh, yeah. Um, 
But I guess over time, you know, and being single for so long, the last relationship was just terrible. It just was. It put me off. Yeah. Um, But I think over that time, what I've discovered is the type of people I was going for (laughs) are not the type that I should be going for. It's like I need somebody very strong, very strong-willed, somebody who knows exactly who they are, could put me in my place, um, because I am a very dominant person, um, mm. but also you're inviting each other's lives into your world. And mm. that can be a massive put off for a lot of people is that mm. A, you are, do have a public life, B, yeah. you're yeah. doing lots of traveling and shows and things like that. Yes. So I need somebody that can understand that. And I do want a team player. You know, I want them to achieve as much as they can achieve as well and be there mm. for that as well as I want the same for me. So that's mm. what I'm looking for. If it's out there, I don't fucking know because I thought I would have found it by now. I mean, I cook and I clean. Hello. Oh, um, and I put cook. out. So, you know. You cook, you clean, <laughs> you fuck, you dance. I, I mean, mean, hello. You're the quadruple threat. I mean, that's <laughs> it's really a winner. I don't understand why I am not married, mm. but that's okay. Do you know what? I think it's it's a really interesting thing if you do have a – Big personality. I think people are very drawn to that kind of fire and yeah. drawn to that light. And then sometimes they don't know what to do with it. Yeah, I, I would agree with that too. Mm. And I think that um, creative people and yeah. creative jobs, you're not always in it. I've been doing entertainment for a long time. So you have waves of it. You know, sometimes you're hot, yes. sometimes you're not, and you no. keep going. And sometimes it gets really tough, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to ride on that too. Yeah. Um, and that can be intimidating for a partner to take mm. on too, because it can be unstable. Yeah. So it's um, yeah, it's just one of those things, unfortunately. Yeah. And we all yeah. do what we want to do, you know. A job's a job at the end of the day. That's how I yeah. look at it. You know, I think the difference, or you tell me your experience of this. The thing I've noticed dating, because there is like someone you're dating who doesn't know you has access to your like public persona and the things that you say yeah and so in a way there's a weird power imbalance because they know a shitload more about you yeah like in my context they can literally hear me every week going mm-hmm. oh I think this about love I think this about sex I think this yeah. about dating I might have a different view from yeah. where yeah, six right. months yeah. later but mm. they have a image of yeah. you that you don't have of them if they're a civilian No, 100%. And I think I agree with that statement too. It's, you know, from my time on Drag Race alone, people have this perception that I'm supposed to be, I mean, I am a bit of a mother, but that I'm supposed to be everybody's mother, you know. So I do understand that as well. And they do know everything about you. And it it is a power imbalance because Mm. um, you're only getting to know them, but then they use that against you. But then it becomes a turnoff as well because it's, yeah, because you said on episode 17 that you did right? threesomes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I made you green beans tonight and you said on episode two that you don't like green beans. Exactly. What, you know what I mean? Like just I stuff like do. that. And I honestly, I think the reason that my kid um, identified this sort of kindred spirit thing is because I reckon you have the same thing that I have, which is BME, big mum energy, right? Uh, yes. Always All the bringing time. people in, come and have a cuddle, come and yes. part. Yes. That in a dating context, not hot. I'm not your mum. No, no. 
I mean, we can role play. Like, that's sure, fine. But... Daddy, sure. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I completely agree. I yeah. I identify wholeheartedly with that at the moment. Like, it's kind of great that we're doing this podcast as well yeah. because I have been thinking about these things just in life at Fabulous. the moment. Yeah, about where we're at, what's life, you know, what's yeah. love, yeah. Um, what does that look like now? Um, yeah. Has it changed? Is it yeah. over? Is nah. romance dead? It's you not. know, it's not. It's not dead. I can confirm. I'm 49. It's not. Oh, that's dead. good. Thank yeah. God. Oh my yeah. God, I've got someone in mind. How often do you come I love to that. <laughs> Well, I'm here pretty much all the bloody time at the moment. So yes, fabulous. So, okay, right. great. I like that. Thank you. See, look, this is what we need more yeah. of: matchmakers and wingmen. Do you know what? I honestly think when when people ring in for advice, which they often do about, particularly if they don't want to do the apps, like right. how can I, you know, how can yeah. this happen? Because, and it's a difficult thing because yeah. that's changed as well. Like it completely changed. It's Especially wild. for older people too. Like yeah. I think um, the younger generation are kind of, they got used to it pretty quickly. Yes. And again, it's very superficial. So yeah. it kind of works for them. But um, for us, People in their older life, A, like we say, have responsibilities, families, things to think about. So they're looking for serious mm. partners and they're mm. looking for connection and real mm. experiences, not yeah. false, you know, photos and all of that crap that comes along with it. We haven't got time, Spanky. No, we don't. You know? <laughs> we do not have time, babes. No. You know what I mean? Like the idea of one of the reasons I like the apps, one of the things that has in its favour is rather than, even though it's lovely to be, you know, out at a club or whatever, not that I'd go to a club, but you know what I mean, be out yeah. somewhere and meet someone organically, that's lovely. But it is also it is also time-consuming. Like at least yeah. on the apps, let's say, for example, like I've got two kids. It's not that I wouldn't date someone with kids, but I'd probably prefer not to date someone with little kids because I'm already yeah. in that zone. Yeah. So it can't, that's a vetting process. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you can filter that shit out. You can filter. That's right. So you can do that. Fabulous. Now, do you mind me asking, and you go as deep or as not as you want, the relationship that you said that wasn't good, what was not good about it? Um, So this relationship was a, it was one of those relationships where he, A, could not handle the attention that I got in public. Yeah. Um. And that was a a massive deal in our relationship because mm. for me it was my job, and yeah. for him it was his partner was kind of being touched up by everybody else. Yes. And the thing is, my name's Spanky Jackson. I mean, yeah. my bum's hanging out, and in that yes. period of time, I was wearing less than I was wearing on Drag Race. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. So yeah. yeah, my bum was out and stuff like that. But yeah. we. It became physical. There was cheating involved. Um, mm. And this was all me just rose-coloured glasses, like kept accepting mm. it and just kind of putting on with it. And then um, the traumatic ending of it all, I went home for a family reunion and um, I came back and he had moved out and taken everything. Oh, wow. So that was the last experience that I kind of had. And it was four years on, off, on, off, on, off. Mm. Um the problem is I seem to do really well in relationships too because you have that stability mm. and you kind of excel. Mm. Um, so things were going good for me in this direction, but this mm. just, yeah, was pulling mm. me back in the other direction. And 
they say that you have, you know, three loves in your life. The first one is kind of your first love. The second one teaches you what you don't want. And the third one is the forever. So I've got two out of the way. So I'm a little bit more wiser after that. But yeah. There you go. I reckon I've got 33, but that's fine. That is also <laughs> fine. <laughs> Maybe I just need to learn the lesson. Do you know the lesson I've learned, I reckon? And I've had long-term relationships. I've had short-term relationships. I've had all the things. The thing that I've learned, and I only learned it this year, and it's a long story, but it was kind of as a result of a friend dying. Right. And when you start to reckon with the big issues, and I'm like, yeah, I am way too... Um, seduced and enamored and fanny flutters and all the rest of it by words. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Creative yep. people again. If there's a mind melt, if there's good bands, if you can do yes. good dirty talk, if you get yes. all that, I'm like, oh, yep. the juices are flowing. Yeah. Mama's happy. And then I go, hang on, but what are you doing? Yeah. Like what are you doing to show me care yeah. and attention and love yep. and my new thing is love is actions. Yeah, and I think, again, that's something you learn with time. Oh, a lot of time. You know, like a lot of time. Yeah. And that's why I think I have been so single for so long because it was such a, that to, that to me was a, a significantly traumatic period, mm. um, even yeah. though I don't regret it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was probably by far the hardest heartbreak that yeah. I had ever. Mm. Um, but you do learn through that period again of because you do you sit there and you wonder like you go through your brain of things you did in the past what could you have done differently mm. what can you learn from it how can I make it better mm. um what did I do wrong you know yeah. where did I go wrong yeah <laughs> and I think it's important when you do reflect as you do kind of come to that point where you you start to realize that there's a lot more to relationships than mm. you know in the beginning where it's all about the love and the happiness mm. and the joy mm. it's um it's so much more and like you say actions do speak louder than words and when you do receive the actions you notice it that much more you notice it so much more and more to the point for someone like me and I think there'll be plenty of listeners in the same position and maybe even you when you go back into dating to consciously um check in with yourself repeatedly about that yeah. So, oh yes, they they're so great with this and they're so great with that. And then kind of go, hang on, did they um show me kindness when I was sad? Yeah. Did, yeah. did they uh remember my birthday? Did yeah. they, like oh, whatever? That's such a okay, that right there. Okay. So a birthday does not have to be a big deal. Yeah. You know, and in relationships, it's it's nobody's asking you to take you out on a fancy dinner or anything like that, but it's Mm. something so simple that Mm. if you can't remember that or you don't even like wake up and say things like that, Mm. like I've had relationships like that too, where, Mm. you know, I go all out on their birthdays or anniversaries or celebrations. But then when it comes back to me, there's absolutely none of that. And then it's kind of like, Oh, well, I do you want to go out for dinner? It was like a secondary thought. Oh yeah. And that's, you know, where we're talking about actions speak louder than words. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it's the same thing. Oh, I remember someone, and I won't place it in time to anonymize, but it was a, <laughs> a, significant, a significant event. That person, yeah. That person, and I did not get anything and I got upset. Like it was a significant right. event. I'm like, I'm just, I'm hurt. And so they went and bought me like $200 worth of roses and I was like, in my mind, I'm thinking, I want to put those fucking roses on the freeway. You know, yeah. it's like being told to go and do it. 
It yeah. does not make it special. No. Doesn't make it special. Can I give you a lovely, maybe it'll give you some hope that I recently started going on a couple of dates with a lovely woman. And oh, good. the first date she brought, I had casually mentioned in the group chat that I love gin. And okay. so she brought me a bunch of flowers and three types of gin. In oh, case my God. I was like, how long? Any woman who turns up with three bottles of gin as you know. It's a flowers. I'm like, <laughs> that's going to be a wild okay. night, girl. This is effort, right? It's effort. Right. That's effort, 100%. Yeah. Like that yeah. is fucking hot. That's hot. It's, yeah. it's care. It's consider. It's not like so over the top that it's, you know, yeah. red flag. It's like, how sweet. Well, see, it's like I watched a video the other day and see, I don't know if a lot of people watch all the TikToks or whatever videos yeah. there are, but there's an awful lot of videos go around where, you know, guys go and buy very expensive flowers or they're yeah. just from the gas station or something like yeah. that. And they'll turn up to a date and the woman is like, are these from the gas station? Like there's yeah. a ungratefulness, like the yeah. bunch should be several thousand yeah, dollars yeah, worth. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? It does no. not. It could be one flower out of a fucking garden from the next door yeah. neighbor. You yeah. know, it, it's yeah. that simple. It's the thought that counted and the fact that you had already mentioned it means that she was paying attention. That, for me, that was the key. And That's I totally agree with you that yeah. flowers and get the fuck over it. I say that yeah. as a sister, yeah. get over it. If someone's gone to the effort, even if they've yeah. stopped in at BP, yeah. they've thought, I want to show up and, and give you something nice. That's adorable. Yeah. And if they remember something, if you go, I really like Hagen does salted caramel. Yes. And they bring you that. That's right. That's worth more than any fucking sonnet. Well, 100% because they paid attention. They paid attention. You know, like, so my parents, it was my mum's birthday recently and dad just happened to be at the hospital for a test or whatever. And so dad thought, oh, pick up some flowers, you know, for mum. So she got home and there were flowers there. And, of course, dad's like, oh, they're fresh and stuff. And mum's smelling them. And they they were plastic (laughs) because they were from the hospital and you can't have fresh flowers in the hospital. But dad had completely forgotten. So it's becoming this, um, this was just a few months ago. So it's become this piece of art in our house now with mum and dad, uh, her fake flowers. So, you know, even to this day, I, I can't remember, it's 31, 32 years, I think. So, um, you know, plastic That's flowers still go a long way too. That's adorable. It's thoughtful. So I'm thinking in my mind where I'm now matchmaker for Spanky Jackson. Okay, great. I'm thinking you need a <coughs> civilian with an established career, whatever it is, where they're happy and independent in their own career and preferably who doesn't know who you are. You know, that's a that would be the greatest part <laughs> Yes. <laughs> to be honest. Yes. Um, because I mean, I'm not even that famous to be fair, but I'm gamers. So yeah. the gays know me. <laughs> um but yeah, that's a hard thing to find too. Is oh, that mate, I'm on it. No, I get it. I get it. And for people listening, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it is a real it is a real thing. Like the again, the the lovely three types of gin and the flowers. On my online dating profile, I'd use a different name. And, of course, we get to the point where she's like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, creative yeah. person. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, trying to suss out, I'm the same. I'm not, like, highly famous, but I'm well-known enough. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so trying to suss out if you – and eventually I just went, oh, fuck it. 
do you know who I am? And she's yeah. like, I've got no idea. I'm like, thank God. Yeah, exactly. Thank God. Yeah. Because then you can start like properly. Fresh. Yeah, Fresh. exactly. Yeah. Right? I, You've got an yeah. impressive life. I want to hear about that. I don't want to talk about whether or not I know Rove. Oh, my God. I know. And so, babes, it's like oh, this conversation was meant to happen. Honestly, I right. feel like we're having a therapy session right yeah. now. Yeah. But it's that thing right there, you know, people come and ask me, how was Drag Race? What were they like? Was RuPaul really there? I mean, yeah. honestly, let it go. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, when I'm going out and I think you'd be the same, I'm actually interested to know about somebody else's same. life. I'm so fucking over my boring yeah. life. People yeah. see it as fabulous, but yeah. so fucking boring because you yeah. think about it all the bloody time. All the so, time. You yeah. know, I don't want to go out for a meal when somebody starts asking me about all of that. Yeah. What's yeah. it like getting your makeup done? They get, they just do your makeup. I do it myself, you know. Or I do it, yeah, and I do my my own as well. Yeah, absolutely. I really love, yeah. and I think you probably are too, like I'm a people person. I want to know yeah, what me you too. do. What do yeah. you think? Like Where if I was on a from? date with you, yeah. I want to yeah. know like what's in your heart, what makes yeah. you tick, what do you Where think Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Yeah. Where do you, what kind of gin do you drink? <laughs> the important questions. <laughs> All right, I'm on it. Now, we have a segment called Armchair Expert where I just hit you with like a meme okay. or something from the ether. It's very middle-aged and we're going to embrace okay. it. Okay. I love it. So, <laughs> if ever I have really young guests on, they lose their shit. Like, okay. I had Tom Ballard on. He's like, okay. not only have you got a meme, you've printed it out on paper. <laughs> now, that is sophistication. I'm like, mate. I mean, you I'm could have framed it. it. You know, yeah, I mentored that little shit when he was 14. I can do whatever I want, right? So, bless you. I love you, Tom. Um, so this is from Poetry Matters on Instagram, and I want to know how this hits you. Sexy is an energy, not a body type. Yes, what do you reckon? Yes, 100%. And the reason that I say that is because I'm attracted to all kinds of bodies. Yeah. Um, but it's not it's not how they look, it's the person that they are. And yeah. I I have that thing, obviously, that X factory thing. Yeah. That draws people in. Yeah. I look for that in a person. Yes. And I don't care what they look like. It's something magnetizing about them. Yeah. Um, they just have that thing. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So it doesn't matter. Bodies, you know, it's a mindset. It yeah. really is. It's a and mindset. And have you so have you dated like guys with all different shapes and sizes, heights. Oh, I mean, I've fucked all shapes and sizes. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, hello. You know, you've got to get out there in the smorgasbord of life. Indeed. Um, but no, relationships-wise, one was super muscly. The next one was super scrawny. Um, so, no, and there's no, yeah, again, there's no boundary on that for me. It's whatever yeah. is attractive about them as a person. And yeah. the problem is, they may not be what you're into looks-wise, yeah. do you know what I mean, yeah. originally, but what does make a lot of people sexy is their mind 100%. and the way that they think yeah. and the way that they perceive life or yeah. the fact that they have goals. So yeah. you kind of have to sideswipe the first few yeah. and open your mouth and listen yeah. before, yeah. you know, everybody becomes sexy. And I think the marketing world and 
bullshit like that. I mean, everything. I was just talking about this yesterday. The you know the parent dating show that was like the kids chose the obsessed. The, my right? mom does obsessed. Oh, my God, we yeah. were obsessed too, right? Yeah. And I loved it. And the reason yeah. that I loved it was because. The fucking television is full of Love Island 19-year-olds yes. with their yes. tits flopping around, boys with their shirts off, being like, do you know what I mean? It's not even serious. They're not there for yeah. a serious relationship. They're yeah. there to make TV. I mean, even Big Brother turned into that. It's super yes. sad. Yes. But, yes. and I suppose the alternative would kind of be The Bachelor, but even then, they're still young ladies, young people, and it would be nice to see sorry what i thought was refreshing about that show yeah was exactly that we got yeah. to see adults dating in a later form of life yeah. where they do have kids and religious beliefs and all mm. sorts of things and it was very um refreshing it and was. i think we should have more of those it's such uh, a shame that they've cut it so i couldn't agree more yeah so like, it's refreshing probably five or six years ago i started a petition for this reason, <laughs> that got, I think it was 30,000 signatures because I oh, wow. wanted my beautiful friend and colleague, Judith Lucy, to be the next bachelorette. Oh, yes. oh that would have been amazing. Can you imagine? Yes. See, that's what we need. And yeah. I'm like, people would watch the shit out of yes. that. Absolutely hysterical. This you know, she'd be woman. great TV too. She's great TV, but also yeah. she's a normal looking woman of her yeah. age who is yeah. single yeah. and looking for love, and there's a lot of us <laughs> in that position. Uh, yeah. Right? I we're agree. not all on a bloody yacht in bikinis. No, we're, <laughs> no we are not. We are I hiding mean, we in a shroud be. behind an umbrella. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what was really interesting about My Mum, Your Dad as well is that the woman, and for people who haven't seen it, it kind of doesn't matter, but there was one woman, oh, my God, she's probably size 12, maybe yeah. size 14 is some fuckhead referred to as being a bigger girl. And I thought, oh, mate, you are, what land are you in living in? Yeah. But clearly by the end of it, she was the most charismatic, the most charming. Was that the blonde one? The blonde one. Oh, she was magnificent. Magnificent. Yeah. And yes. to, to go to what, you know, to the meme, Mm. I definitely experienced this when I started online dating. You know how you get really fussy? So you look at the yes. photo and, oh, no, 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 no. 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 Yeah. And, of course, after about a month, you're like, anyone will do anything. <laughs> Babes, that's just a Friday night for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I really noticed I would go on dates and there'd be someone who's so hot, but then if they were really boring or what it, they were instantly, like, legs closed. Right, yep. Fanny Flutter's fucked right off. Yes, done. Yeah, and the opposite was also true. Where I'd be on a date with someone, I think you're not really my type, whatever that means. Mm. But ooh, you got to, you can flirt. Yeah, right. And or see, yeah, but, there's something yeah. about you, and all of a yeah. sudden, you're like, yes, oh, you're hello. like one more gin, and we are <laughs> leaving. Yeah. It's at least worth a patch. <laughs> right. Right. To see. I agree. I think a first date. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A pass should be mandatory, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Especially if it's gone well. For the sure. The first date pass, you know, wouldn't hurt. Are you an instigator of the push? Uh, see, that's, I think, also part of my problem too. Yeah. Um, is that I'm oblivious to when people are attractive to me. Right. I am going to dog to feel you because I fucking so, knew this would happen, right? You, yeah. this, you tell me if I'm wrong. I know okay. nothing. I've never seen you on a date. Okay. You have got this bloody big flirtatious energy that, you know, you're out there, you present so well, you're hot as fuck, all the rest of it. I can imagine you in a group setting with a guy literally with his hand on your ass and you're going, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Right? Yes. Because you're not assuming no, everyone around no. you is seeing that charisma. Y- yeah. I don't think it's there. Yes, it is, so mate. It's it, there. It may be there, but it's, it's like this has happened all my life. Yeah. Even at the club, people would be, oh, that guy's really interested. And I was like, what are you talking what? about? And I think my perception of, somebody being interested as them being extremely direct because yes. that's kind of how I would be where I'm yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. really handsome. Do you yeah. want to go for a drink? Yeah. Uh, so I think that is part of my problem too. I don't, yeah, I'm not, there's no expectations that I'm all up and through Jorge's, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I, that's what I've always struggled with too. I think. Yeah. But thank it's you for us- that. I'm going to oh, take no. that. You're adorable. Next time you're in Melbourne, I'm taking you out. I'll be your wingman. I am very Great. direct. I'll be Love straight it. over. Thank you. All right. Are you ready for a couple of listener calls? Yeah, go. Right. So we get listener this calls. This is so much we, fun. Oh, my it's God. It's so fun. We take advice. <laughs> we give advice. Okay. That we are completely unqualified to give. But okay, great. To like it. Hey, lady, it's Catherine. Basically, I've been a single mother for 20 years to my two beautiful boys who are now 21 and 23, and I was doing some spiritual courses when the boys were about 15 and 16, and I announced over the dinner table that I am not spiritually responsible for them after the age of 14, and on the back of that, they have to do their own washing. The eldest just nodded. The youngest looked me dead in the eyes and said, you have to stop speaking to these people, Catherine. Prior to this, as a family, we have negotiated what's a fair arrangement of chores involving bins, kitty litter, dishes, cooking, some of the cleaning and lawn mowing. And I've heard parents bang on about how kids can't do it as they won't do it perfectly. Get a group people Give them responsibility and learning opportunities and don't turn them into helpless, entitled adults as I've dated too many of those. One couldn't cut a freaking onion for God's sakes. Love your work, darling. And on the back of that, off I fuck. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now I can see you doing your little drag claps. Oh, I was giving you the snaps. You really I, were. Yeah, I, I mean, so I think I come from 
and you would understand this too, we came from a generation where this was the norm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You yeah, had yeah. chores. This was your role in the house. You had your part to play. Yeah. That simple, that yeah. end, end of subject. And, I mean, even mum and dad probably had me doing chores from, like, even, I think maybe even seven, like, doing yeah. the dishes was kind of how it started. Mm. Um, and then my jobs were the vacuum cleaning, clean my room, bathroom, basin, toilet. Mm. Mm. Um, and that was pretty much it. They didn't let make me lawn mow because I did it once and then I did it in the spiral pattern on the front lawn and um and then they never let me do it again. And then, you know, actually this is a side story, but when oh. I went home when dad was in hospital and he was very sick, when I first went home, of course. I went home and I was like, okay, well now I have to be a, like, I have to be a man. Yeah. So who's going to do all the shit for mum? So here's me out there trying to start the lawnmower. I could not start the lawnmower <laughs> and I tried for 45 minutes and then I cried because I wasn't man enough to start the lawnmower. So I didn't know you had to push a button <gasps> or something like that. Thank I you. I just thought they turned. I know. So is, I no, don't no, do No, darling. No. You, you, no, you misunderstand me. This is where you need to just go find a <laughs> butch. They fucking love that shit. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. I need right? a man in my life because yes. I can't do man stuff. You know, I just can't do it. Um, But back to what she was saying is that, yes, 100%. They're fucking, they're not children, you know, anymore at 14. They're teenagers. And, you know, at the time when you're a kid, you think your parents are just being pure assholes because yeah, it's yeah. like, just fuck off and let me do my thing. But yeah. um, really, when you look at it later on in life, it's actually preparing you for the skills of daily life, putting yes. on a load of washing, keeping yes. the house clean, um, taking the rubbish out. These are all the basics of life. And mm. when you're living in a family and the parents are paying for everything, mm. the least that a kid can do is actually get off their ass and do a couple of jobs, you know? It's well, really and not- even noticing. So one of the things that I love about it, it's not, so my kids are 11 and 16 and it's not so much um, the actual chores. It is what she's saying about letting them know about the labour that you're doing. So yeah. we had a guest on, Wade Duffin is his name, and he's a like stay-at-home dad and he does screenwriting as well. Right. And he was talking about one day one of his kids uh, and him were discussing chores and he basically went, well, I will write down for you everything that I'm going to do today. Like not in a right. kind of, oh, my God, how great is dad way, but just yeah. I want you to understand like what it actually takes. Yeah. you know, to run a household. Yeah. I wish more women would do that. Yeah. Because I think yeah. once, especially little boys, but not just, <laughs> little boys become big boys and go into dating and they get married and then mm-hmm. we have this round and, and round discussion about mental load. Yeah. And they don't, they don't even see the work. Yeah. If they yeah. don't see the work, how would they know they need to do the work? So at the very least, letting the kids know in some way, and I don't mean it in a standover tactic way. I don't no. mean it even in an ultimatum way, but just like, you know what? Christmas isn't magic. Oh, Mum does yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's right. And actually go through, maybe it's an interesting exercise once a month to sit down and go, this is the shit I've done this month, kids. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. And I do think, because I worked in childcare, yes, right? So I, I worked in childcare for yeah. like eight years. So I ran a child, you know, I ran a childcare facility for 60 yeah. to 120 kids a day. So yeah. I, um, 
I didn't know anything about it when I went in and then obviously I became the manager and took over and mm. did what I did. But even the first three years of me working there, the way the kids were or the way that they responded to the school holiday activities and going mm. on exciting trips was fascinating mm. and exciting. Mm. After that, something changed mm. where technology became the new entertainment and Honestly, these kids, I was taking them to, you know, water parks and whitewater mm. rafting and all sorts of stuff. And these kids would have been super happy to just sit on their phone mm. in a room all bloody day, quite happily. Mm. They wouldn't have even moved. Mm. And what I th- through that time, what I see is that a lot of parents are model coddling the children. Mm. Oh, no, they can't do that. Or, you know, simple things mm. like primary school kids picking up their bag. Mm. I know that sounds like a stupid thing. No, no, I get it. It's like carry mm. your own damn bag. Yeah. You know, I am not your slave. This is your yeah. bag. You need to take it with yeah. you. Um, little or things the like towels. that. Towels. Towel. Oh or... my god! I mean, I was notorious for things like that when oh. I was a kid too. So, I think it's there's a couple of things I think that's particularly, and I'm talking generalizations, but particularly gendered for women of my generation, is that we were taught that perfection was something to aspire to and that part of that, that meant you would get love, right? So if you kept the house nice, if you cooked meals nicely, if you did Christmas perfectly, blah, blah. Mm. We now know that isn't true because people just take all that shit for granted. So (laughs) you've got to just stop, right, and go, say, for example, my 11-year-old makes her bed. She doesn't make it, quote, unquote, properly. I yeah. actually have to let go of that and yeah. go, but she made her bed. She did it. Yeah. That's, she did and it? that's the point. That's yeah. the point. That's like, the point. It doesn't matter go. how it was done. It just matters that it was done. It really does. Now, if yeah. you're dating or in a relationship with someone who's 31 or 41 yeah. and they don't know how to make a bed, we've got a problem because they should yeah. make the fucking uh, bed. They should know how to do that. The other thing is that, it's amazing. I had so many girlfriends through high school and even I don't even know with their partners now what they're doing, but yeah. none of them could cook. Even men oh. that I've dated, nobody could cook. You know, like you said before, can't chop yeah. an onion. Yeah. You know, this girl would burn two-minute noodles and the <laughs> pot would be black. Oh, it would be wow. black. I don't even know what she did to get yeah. them that, you know, burned. Yeah. But even the basics of... Yeah. The basics of cooking as well yeah. is another thing where there's always one person that is going to go to work and come home mm. and then have to cook, mm. you know, and it's generally mum. Mm. And I also think, like you were saying for women of your age bracket as well, is that the expectations on a, on a wife have mm. severely changed and mm. grown as well. Because mm. like you say, there's perfection. Mm. We see social media posts now of, oh families doing all these amazing things mm. creating fucking outdoor movie cinemas and yeah. you know just unrealistic expectations yeah. for yeah. the general mum a yeah. money wise but b like just an yeah. effort yeah um that you're surrounded by that and it's enough on women as it is with the pressure of i need to be stick thin to be seen oh. as beautiful yes um and then you add on the perfection level where i'm not a perfect mother i'm not a perfect housewife mm. i'm not a perfect this mm. so there's a lot mm. of things and i mean men have the same things as well but you know the opposite way too where it's like 
I don't feel like generally it's that they're manly enough or they don't yes. feel that they're providing enough am for a I family. Am I a provider? Absolutely. Yeah, um, all of that. And mm. am I a good father? Am I a shit father? So, um, you know, everybody has those. And I think we need to remember that everybody feels like that too. I, I agree 100%. And I think this is the thing when someone like, you know, I would consider myself a public feminist when I'm talking about gender roles, I mean for the better of all of us. Yeah, totally. Because that pressure of I've got to be a provider yeah. or even something in this context as simple as the man's got to be taller. Why? Yeah. Why does yeah. he have to be taller? He can be a short yeah. king. Yeah. Love a short king. Little pocket rocket. Honestly, love they go it. off. I know. And and because I'm so fucking tall, I would love to find a seven-foot man where I could be the spoon for once, but unfortunately that doesn't happen. <laughs> It just doesn't. I end up looking like a KFC spoon at the bottom of the box, you know, like I'm just trying to get in there. <laughs> you are the potato and the gravy. I, <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm full carb. Yeah. But look, I I think she's right. And I think for people listening who are parenting, even if you can't um, unpack all of the scripts and shit that we've been told about parenting yeah. for ourselves, think mm. about the people that your kids are going to date later yeah think about that think of them as a husband a wife a partner uh, even on a date even the context of a one-night stand yeah Yeah. what are you teaching them about respect and consent and labor totally i um my ex-boss um that worked with me in the childcare. she um she had two kids and was bringing them up and one of her older kids was you know starting to become a teenage boy and and she was very um all about that about teaching um consensual relationships Mm. and making sure that you know not forcing yourself but Mm. you know you're not going about this the wrong way Mm. that sex is not what you just see in Mm. porn you know um it's about more than that the other thing is is that I think that our sex education at school could be a lot more in depth, oh, to be honest. And no, I think it should start earlier so that yeah. kids are aware of it a lot Agreed. earlier. A for boys, mm. that's where they they that's what where they learn it. Yeah. Or they learn it from their mates. Yeah. In the schoolyard. What their mates a hundred percent. Whereas for us, girls kind of learn through family or mum or sister or there's kind of some of those other <laughs> bonds there. Well I was gonna say, know. or we learn on the job. <laughs> You know, which you know, is also yeah. not ideal. Like it's in not the, ideal no. in the context of like this episode will come out just before Christmas. Let me give yeah. a concrete example because I did sex and dating relationship shows right. with kids for years. Yeah, a concrete example because people are like, how do you talk to little kids about consent? Coming up to Christmas, you go and get a Santa photo. Yeah, if your kid doesn't want to touch Santa, you say absolutely that's fine. And you model to them, you say, actually, she's going to stand next to you or he's going to stand next to you for the photo. Yeah. That is how you start teaching consent. Yeah. Or auntie so-and-so wants a hug. I don't feel like a hug. No problem. No yeah. hug. You don't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to yeah. do a high five? Yeah. You no, know, like or a alternative. Pump. Yeah. Or a fist pump. Yeah. You don't have to go in guns blazing going, uncle no. so-and-so is a pervert. It's not about that. Yeah. It's yeah. about if you don't feel right. Comfortable, don't do it. We say no. And, and you're able to say sentence. no. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the end of the sentence. That no. is the end. 
I always also compare the fact that you're quite happy to go and let your child sit on some right. complete stranger's lap mm. pretending to be Santa Claus. Mm. You're perfectly fine with mm. that. Mm. But a drag queen singing mm. or reading to your kid mm. is where you draw the line, you know. Oh, it's, um, no, no, no. It's yeah. so much worse. Not only are <laughs> you prepared to let them, you tell them they have to. And you pay for it. <laughs> and you pay for it. So even if they are objecting, you teach yeah. them, which is exactly the opposite of consent. You teach them, don't upset yeah. him. You're going to yeah. upset Santa if you don't do that. You're going to get in trouble. Now mm. flash forward to when they're 16 and they're on yes. a date. Yes. Yeah. If All you right. don't do this, you're going to, yep. 100%. Well, you better give him a hand job or he's yeah. going to have blue balls. Yeah. Fuck your blue balls. Sort them yeah. out yourself, mate. A hundred percent. Yeah. All right, now this one's an interesting one. I did forewarn you about this call. Oh, that's fine. Go. <laughs> it seems off-brand, but I think you are one of the co-hosts who can handle such a question, and it's oh, I not love for it. everybody. No, go for it. Dear Nelly, how do you easily suss out if the woman you are dating is okay with period sex when it's very early days? <laughs> How do you go with period sex, Maggie? Um, that's um, wow, that's a lot to digest. Um, I knew see, I, I had to have it. one moment in this podcast where I shocked you. Just oh, one. Well, I'm not shocked, but at the same time, I think what it did was just give me a whole lot of mental images, which yes. I wasn't quite sure. You know, I yes. haven't been down there and done that, so my vision, yes. so my mind, it's you know. Yeah, it's a tsunami, you know. Yes. So it's like, you know, I need a paddle, I need a life jacket and a raft, and I'm going in deep. You know, that's how I oh, imagine it. You've got a tarp. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let me oh, clarify wow. that part. I mean, in a way, the details don't matter to me. The question is about if there's something that is. Um, on the table for some and a grey area for others and completely taboo yeah. for others. Yeah. I reckon an equivalence would be in a straight dating context, anal, right? Oh. There'd be some women who are totally yeah. down for that and others who would be offended even at the suggestion. Yeah. It does happen. And yeah. it's like you can't yuck somebody else's yum. And, yeah. okay, I would like to think that it's not really a fetish, but it probably is. Mm. Um, I mean, people like to sit on cakes and apparently that's a fetish too. <laughs> so it's like, you know, edge to their own. Um, but, I'm going to try that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go cake. down to the coals, get myself, you know, chocolate mousse or ghetto. I'm just going to sit on it. Oh, you know what? This Friday I'm going to treat myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mother's Day. <laughs> it is Mum's Day today and she's going to sit on a cake. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, don't yuck somebody else's yum. And I think it, it, for you, especially in this case, I think it comes down to a conversation. Yeah. You just need to have a conversation around that. Yeah. Are you into that? Does it bother you? Yeah. Um, it would. It's, it would. It's a really interesting, you know, the expression, you can sort the wheat from the chaff. Yeah. What I would find interesting about this discussion, and clearly from the sound of her voice, she's a woman dating other women. So yeah. um, I think it'd be quite a different conversation maybe with straight yes. dudes. Oh, 100%. 100%. But if you raise the idea of period sex and say, look, I'm comfortable with it, I just want to see if you are, Yeah, they absolutely do not have to be interested in doing that. But yeah. if they in any way shame you, yeah, off you that's, fuck. That's right, yeah. 
exactly right that's and if you don't want issue. the shame there's always anal you know so <laughs> it's <laughs> so you know i'm just putting it out there so yeah. plug the front door open the back <laughs> i mean if you've got a tarp why not you may as well just go for gold there's options available but i think oh, it is whether you've got a kink um, yeah. i wouldn't call period sex a kink it's just a no. reality but you know, whether you've got a kink or anything like that that's a little bit sort of, I don't know, perhaps unexpected, yeah. I think you should be, it's a good test to see whether or not the other person is adult enough yeah, to yeah, handle totally. that conversation. Because if yeah. they go, oh, look, I mean, I get it, but it's not my thing, fine. It's off the table. Well, that's it. And then you know, you're like, okay, great. It's like in relationships, you know, when somebody's like, hey, let's have a threesome or let's open it up or yeah. let's, um, I mean, those two conversations, that's another yeah. whole conversation on yes. own, those two conversations. Next time. Um, <laughs> next time yes. <laughs> when we catch up again. Please. Um, but, yeah, it's um, it's it's in that realm of conversations yeah. where they are conversations you have in relationships and, yeah. and there are going to be those uncomfortable ones where you're not always going to agree, um, but I think it is important where, you know, okay, maybe down the track or something like that, where you do have to start thinking about mm. this is a need that my partner has. Yeah. So maybe we need to explore it as well. You know, you have needs too. So maybe yeah. you need to be honest as well. And, you know, front that's footer. how. Yeah, exactly. Right. Front footer in her situation. Yeah. I think she's talking early dating. I'd just yeah. Be if this is what she's saying, I would just yeah. say to the other woman, look, I am really comfortable with period sex. I know not everyone else is. Yeah. What's your vibe? Yeah. And if you're into it, they're into it. And if they're not, they're not. We've all got yeah. stuff going on in the downstairs region. And, and we just have we to just, deal with that. We've got to talk about it. Same with STIs. Like enough yeah. shame. Totally. With all stuff. Totally. Test and treat. Test and treat. Have the yeah. conversations. Yeah. Exactly. Get in there, test and treat. All right, my two favourite segments, No Shade on My Ex, where I absolutely want you to shade an ex. What is the stupidest shit that an ex has done? It can be superficial, can be deep, whatever you want. Oh, I think the stupidest shit would have to be like making public scenes when oh. I am out working mm. as a woman. And, of course, these are clients as well. So you're very aware, especially this is before all of this happens. So you're still yeah. trying to make a name for yourself. You're still, you know, building up these events and stuff and and having massive tantrums in public in front of everybody um, is the absolute stupidest shit because um, mm. it's super embarrassing mm. and it doesn't show respect for your partner either. Um, but, you yeah, know, I mean, there's a bloody list of things, to be honest. Can you know, I say even on like that you say, yeah. I would go, I would go even further, and I don't know the particulars of what you're talking about, but that is often used as a form of abuse. Is a strong word, yeah. but you will notice in almost every abusive relationship. So I used to work in family violence. Yeah, in almost every abusive relationship, the perpetrator will cause a scene before important events. Whether that yes, is yes, your yes. birthday, yes. a work event, or whatever, attention <coughs> is not on them, and they want you to spiral. So if someone's yeah. chucking a tanty when you're about to do a show, or you have yeah. to give a wedding speech, or you whatever, yeah. notice it. That's very true. Yeah, 
very, very to look out for when you're dating. Yeah. So if you start dating somebody and then, I don't know, you've got a significant event to go to and they get so shit-faced yeah. that they pass out at your friend's All wedding. Yeah. <laughs> All What's that. going on here? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. is this a coincidence yeah. or is this a pattern? A pattern. Drawing attention to themselves yeah. and away from it. Because then you have to look after them, right? Yeah, there's an element of that. I think there's an element of, um, again, it's that attention thing yeah. where my attention is focused or yeah. the attention is all on me yes. as a person. Yes. Um, and they don't, yeah. I identify with that a lot, to be honest. That's... And like you say, that was... I would say that that was an abusive relationship, definitely. That's why it was so um, cutting. I was even thinking about this the other day as well, was that, you know, when you first go through relationships and you you have whatever and they happen and you go through those first experiences, you start to look back at those experiences and start to wonder, you know, mm. why, mm. like, why was it like that? And mm. at the end of those, you don't realise that they have affected you. Yes. But it's not until like now yes. that, you know, I'm, I just turned 39 and I started looking back and thinking about it where it did have an effect. It yeah. really did change who yeah. I was as a person. Yeah. Um, And it does change us. Yes. Sometimes you have to look at it as it's changing for the better because mm-hmm. um, you've learned something from it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's traumatic, but again, through trauma comes growth mm-hmm. and, um, it's the same with success or anything in life. It's, you yes. know, I always use the analogy, there always has to be a bushfire to make way for new life. So, oh. you know, it's like those yeah. kind of things where life and relationships and love are exactly the same. Do you know what? It's the it's the best and worst thing about dating when you're a bit older because mm. you've been through enough to be yeah. able to kind of go, Oh, okay. So if I see someone repeating that pattern again, I know to notice it and I know that it's affecting me. I think the worst part of it is that you can't be 49 or even 39 or whatever and not both have a lot of that shit and you can trigger each other. Yeah. Right. So the classic example would be you and I are dating you text me, I'm busy, I don't text you for five hours. If you've got an abandonment wound, you fucking spiral. Oh, yeah. And I don't even know that that's happening. And see, it's fucked up because what it essentially does is make relationships way more complicated and And way more complex than they actually should need to be. But what it is is everybody's trauma baggage, whatever you want to call it, um, it does affect you and the person you become and that's what relationships are about I suppose is Mm -hmm. that you do know them well enough to know that this is a trigger and that Mm -hmm. you don't intentionally try to do that Mm -hmm. um and the same vice versa that you do the same for a partner too it's like that's the ultimate in respect is that it's like okay I don't want to make you feel like that yes ever and that's You know, for me, I never, ever want to go back there. I will, no. I refuse. I would rather be single than Hunch. go through any of that shit again. Like, well, just let me tell you, not. when I find <laughs> in my mind he's a hospital administrator who's 43. Great. Sounds great. He's about 5'10". He's 42. <laughs> okay. He does fine. his own thing and he doesn't watch Drag Race. When I find okay, that's him. that's all good. I like that. If you find him chucking a tanty before the next show that you host, you're out, mate. Oh, 
right? You know that now. And it's the same with me, with my shit and anyone else listening. The things that I have let go. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't mean it's an immediate kind of, oh, you've got, you know, one chance and you're done and off your fuck. Yeah. But yeah. there's certain things that you'll Set notice. The boundary. Like, this is a Set vulnerability for me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not at now, all. Now tell me, can you think of, if I could grant you a date, don't worry about their relationship or sexuality status, but any okay. guy in the world, who would it be? Oh, like a Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Like, you gotcha. know what I mean? Like a tank yeah. of a man. Yeah. Absolutely dashing. Yeah. Um funny, charismatic. Yeah. yeah. All of those kind of rugged. Yeah. Uh yeah, definitely. Okay, we've yeah. got broke back mountain territory. I'm, I'm Yeah, with- a little bit. Okay, I don't essentially want to move to a farm, but yeah. I thought maybe a farmer, somebody yeah. who's in um like the military or somebody Ooh. who's in quite a really regimented he likes a uniform world. you know oh, i do <laughs> actually do love a uniform <laughs> my first boyfriend was a security guard so he always came home okay. in that. and then the second one was a tradie so he always came home okay. in this too see these are good things so a uniform very, very bad. <laughs> <laughs> get out your baton okay so let's say <laughs> let's say you're on a date with chris hemsworth he everything's going well you're vibing he's a 10 but he does something where you go absolutely not oh doesn't wash his hands after the toilet or picks his teeth at the table um answers his phone at the table and then has full-on conversations with somebody while you're sitting there just eating your fettuccine like um that is so rude it's That's rude. Actually, it's actually really so common. Rude. It's yes. Rude. Can you if you imagine? want to take a call, step away from the fucking table and don't be a loser. And if it's really not important, just call them back. Also, you better be a paediatric surgeon if you're taking a call <laughs> on a date with me. You know what I mean? They better be fucking dying. You know what I mean? Someone like... <laughs> better be ramped at a hospital if you're <laughs> I don't mean to be arrogant, but if you yeah. have the joy... Of yeah. being on a date with me with or me, you or anyone right? else, yeah, that's put right. your fucking phone yeah, down. Exactly, and I mean, what? What's a couple of hours? I'm sure you can yeah. do without it. Yeah, yeah. You are adorable. I feel like oh, we're friends thank now. you. I said, will you come back on the podcast? Oh yes, I would love to come back. This has been oh, super fun. Yeah, super fun. Loved so it. many questions for you. <laughs> I'm an open Next book. Yeah, yeah, open book. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jackson. Now, what do we look out for? Do the plugs. What are you coming up oh, on? Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm going. Um, so Babs will be in Barwon Heads um, from yes. the 4th to the 7th of January. So please come to Barwon Heads. I've never been. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Hannah and Queen will be there with me as well. Um, yep. I'm off to Perth uh, Fringe World. Uh, the 17th to the 18th of February, uh, yep. Taronga Zoo, Twilight 22nd of February, uh, 24th popping out in Adelaide. Um, and then I'm going on a solo tour across New Zealand very shortly as well. Oh. So um, it's all happening. Do you have a website? Yes, spankyjackson.com. I also just released new merch today for Christmas just for the people because I'm a really nice person. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to give you a second plug which is if you buy two items, you'll get 35% off. I know, Merry Christmas. 
I love it. I will put all of that in the show notes and on social media and make sure it. that Thank we come you. and see you. And next time you're in Melbourne, I'm taking you out and finding your husband. I love that. Thank you. I appreciate right. it. You're I welcome. need a wingman. You do. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye, darling. Dear Nelly, I could use some advice, dear Nelly. Yeah, some help would be nice, dear Nelly. I'm eager to hear your point of view, dear Nelly. There's a lot to explore, dear Nelly. When you're 40 or more, dear Nelly. So I'm hoping we can talk it through. Deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Dear Nelly. Now, don't be shy. I would love to hear your questions and comments. To send me a recording or an email, go to nellythomas.com and follow the links. It's super easy and you might hear me talk about your question in a future episode. Huge thanks to producer Sam Peterson from the Producer Boy Creative Production team and to producer Faye Younger, who in addition to being an excellent human, is also a brilliant real estate buyer's advocate and can be found at youngerhill.com. Thanks to Acast and all the team. And lastly, to you. Without the listeners, I'm just a middle-aged mole talking shit to no one. Please rate, review and consider subscribing for five bucks a month for a bonus episode and to help me keep the lights on. And tell your bloody mates, would you? I'd really appreciate it. Love yous.